especially when you're starting out as a developer, it can be super annoying and difficult to play with APIs that you're working on. So one of the ways that I used to solve this, and I'm kind of embarrassed about it to be honest, is that rather than using something like Postman or Curl or whatever, I would just use my web app to make those requests with something like Axios. So for example, I would build out stuff in the back end, but then to actually test the back end, I would be writing JavaScript code on the front end with like a button. And then when you press that button, it would try and hit the back end to check if it was working. And then I tried this with like all these different combinations and it was really hard to test out an API. And there's usually tools out there for like getting into your data and sort of like taking a look at it. Like for Laravel, we use Laravel Tinker, which allows us to very easily kind of play around with the data. But for playing around with APIs, that's a little bit different. You kind of need a separate program for that. And the one that I've used in the past is Postman. And one of the reasons this was super helpful is when I was building out livestock, um, so we have this livestock part of our application at work, and there's lots of deeply nested data where you'll select like an enterprise type, and then within that, you'll have to select the type of livestock, and then within that, you've got events that actually happen to the livestock, and it's also nested by the period in time in which all of these events happened. Basically, it was a nightmare. It was hard to deal with um, it was hard to deal with this data before the actual UI was built. So dealing with this data is easy once the UI is built because you can just insert that data through the UI. But if you want to test that your API is working properly, then you need to have something else you can use in order to test that data. And to insert data and test that you'll be able to insert data the right way, make sure that your responses look good, make sure you're not getting 500 errors and you're actually getting errors that are saying, hey, the, the input that you gave me was wrong, dealing with all, with all that kind of stuff and making sure it looks good. So obviously one of the solutions to this is writing tests, but if you wanna just play around with your API, you can use something like Postman or another technology that I'm gonna talk about in this podcast that I'm particularly excited about. So what does Postman do? Postman just allows you to very easily send requests to a backend. And then you can save that request. So for example, you can have a get request that sends to posts and that will get you back all of the posts. And you can actually save that request so that you can reuse it later on. And another benefit to these is that they allow you to set global environment variables. So for example, you could say, I am in local development, so send me to mysite.test slash API, or I'm in production, so send me to my uh, sorry, mysite.com slash API. And so being able to set up those different environments, being able to set things like CSRF tokens, depending on your environment, is really, really helpful. Oh, sorry, not CSRF tokens, bearer tokens, but hopefully you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, so I always use Postman for this, and I thought Postman was a wonderful tool. It handled this really, really well. But there were a couple of things that annoyed me. And bear in mind, I do love Postman. These are just small things. First of all, it felt a little bit slow. It's an Electron app, I'm pretty sure, and you can tell it feels a bit sluggish. And I hate tabs, and there's no way to get rid of them. You have to have like tabs and use that way of looking at your different requests. And if you've ever seen my videos on QuasarCast, you'll notice that I don't like using tabs. I usually control P and search for everything that I want to find. And so that's just a little thing. Uh, and another thing is the whole thing just felt a little bit, a little bit busy. So 
you know, it's kind of like there's too much going on in the screen and it feels like there's a lot of redundant stuff that I don't actually need to look at. And sure, that kind of stuff is probably configurable. But, you know, it's just, it was a feelings thing. Postman just felt, uh, it just didn't quite feel right. I felt like there must be a better solution to this. One solution that I tried in the past was insomnia. And to be honest with you, when I used insomnia about three or four years ago, it might have even been five years ago, I didn't really like it. I felt like it was feature lacking and it felt a little bit buggy. Dealing with environment variables from memory didn't really work properly for me. However, I wanted to give it another chance. I wanted to give it another try. And so I tried it a couple of weeks ago and was absolutely blown away. There's a couple of features in particular that I absolutely love. And first of all, it gives you a bunch of themes out of the box. So, you know, if you're one of those people that is obsessed with dark themes or you want something that's not a dark theme and it's not a light theme, something that's kind of more in between, it's got a bunch of themes like that and they look stunning. And on top of that, the UI is not busy at all. The UI is really quite simple and just makes a lot of sense. But it still has things like being able to set up environment variables and stuff like that. Just like Postman, you can import... Um, your your JSON specification. So I did another podcast about doing specifications. I think I did it on this podcast. It might have been on the Views on View podcast. But anyway, one thing that you can do with um, Laravel Orion is you can set up an API specification. And you can do this, if you're using Quasar with a different backend, they probably have these features as well. And then what I can do is I can import this specification into Insomnia and it will automatically create a whole bunch of endpoints for me. So I don't have to manually create those endpoints, which is amazing because it literally ends up being, you know, for my for what we're doing at work, over a thousand API endpoints. Because for every single module, you've got create, post, update, delete, batch update, batch delete, all these different endpoints. And then that's for every single model. And due to the nature of our work, we actually have a lot of models, a lot of data that we're modeling on the back end. And so this has just been absolutely amazing being able to use Insomnia to solve this problem. And one of the biggest biggest benefits that absolutely sold it for me was the fact that I can say control P and search for a request. There is no nice way to do this with Postman. I'm sure you can search for requests, but the searching of requests also like their filter functionality just above where they show all of the requests is just wonderful. So honestly, I am completely converted. I'm actually ready to just throw out Postman and only use Insomnia. And another thing is I actually had problem I had problems in uh, importing the JSON API spec with Postman. And the way it nested my request was kind of weird, whereas Insomnia just seemed to handle that a little bit better. And so I love it. Insomnia is what I'm going to be using from now on. That's why I just wanted to do this podcast to keep you guys updated on what I was using and say, hey, maybe you should check out Insomnia too. If you've used it in the past and you didn't like it, give it another try because it is amazing. The other thing is it's really fast. It launches literally about five times faster than Postman. And that matters to me. Um, sometimes my, you know, these applications aren't up. And when you're in the flow, you just want to be able to launch the application quickly. It makes a massive difference in my experience. So we're actually, um, I actually currently have a to-do app API and I'm using Insomnia and I'm, I'm actually using Postman at the moment, but I'm going to do a video for Insomnia as well um, in the Quasar Getting Started series. So if you want to check out how I'm actually using Insomnia in the real world, then check out quasarcast.com slash register. Check out that Getting Started series um, 
It might be released by the time you listen to this podcast. I think I might gradually release it or maybe do like a Netflix thing where the whole thing is released all at once. I don't know yet. So anyway, check out quasarcast.com slash register. I'll probably put this Getting Started series at the top so that it's sort of front and center and people that are new to Quasar can get up and running fast building this to-do app. So yeah, thank you so much for listening. And remember, there is nothing you can't build. Bye for now.